everyone. What's up? This is Chelsea Van Buskirk with the Heart AF Podcast. Hope you all are doing well. I was listening to one of my books and I wrote this note in my phone from it because it had posed this question, which I thought was a perfect topic for the podcast. But it asked the question, who are you blaming for the circumstances in your life? And I thought that was so great because that's just such a prevalent Thing that we typically do where we want to blame our circumstances or other people for things that are happening in our life and even how we're feeling, right? Like we tend to place power in external sources versus turning inward and, and taking control and responsibility and how we're feeling or reacting or the way things are going in our life. And this is one thing that I talk about a lot with my kids. One of my daughters in particular, she's a lot like me, very sensitive and intense to be very emotional. And she'll let herself get really worked up when her sister's poking at her, trying to irritate her and make her mad. And she'll always be like, well, she made me do this and she did this. And so that made me feel this. And I always try to help her kind of stop and and see, hey, you know, she may be doing these things, but she's doing it to bug you and you don't have to let it, right? Like you're giving her the power by playing into what she's trying to do. Like you have the power and the ability to not pay that attention. Like you can easily just roll your eyes at her and focus on something else and not play in to how she's trying to get under your skin. Like you totally have the power to not let that get to you. Totally easier said than done, right? But I I really want to keep hitting that on the head with her because I want to hopefully help her get that concept so that as she is growing and coming in to this own person that she can rely more on her own power and knowing how she has that control on navigating those emotions and being able to not let things bother her or infiltrate her and helping her to create that safety bubble that you can put around yourself to not let other people stuff in and to be able to take responsibility and to really feel empowered so that she knows that she does have the power and the responsibility to react however she wants to see fit. Like she does not have to low her vibe just because somebody else is in a mood or because they're trying to bring her down, right? Like she can have the power and the know-how to keep herself elevated, to keep herself in whatever state of mind she would like to be in and to not really give those external things her time and attention because she's going to be so secure and knowing of her capabilities as a person and abilities to not let that get to her. And So really the the point I wanted to address was taking that time to really understand in what ways we might be placing blame on external circumstances or we're letting other things control us and prevent us from living our best life or doing the things that we really want to do. Like how are we caging ourselves and giving our power away by not taking responsibility and by blaming our circumstances or other people for things not going the way we would like them to in our lives? I felt like I would share this personal story with you because I had a huge epiphany moment of the ways I've been doing this my own self. First, I'll share this story. One of my blame games that I always tended to hang on was I've always kind of had this intrinsic anger and this kind of irritability where I would snap at people. And I used to always blame that on my mom, which sounds kind of stupid now, but it was one of those old stories that I just kept retelling myself like, 
I'm this bitter person because my mom was a shitty mom and I'm upset about that. I feel like I deserved better. Like I did not get the mom I deserved and I'm mad about that. So now I'm going to just take it on everybody else. So I have these angry tendencies and it's all my mom's fault, right? Like that was my story. I was blaming all that on my mom. And it wasn't until I was a young adult when my anger was out of control and these old wounds came flying open and I was kind of reliving some of these traumas and really figuring out what sprouted this anger inside me. I was finally able to take some responsibility and go to anger management. And that really helped me figure out some of the ways that I was giving my power away, but it gave me a chance to take responsibility in that and figure out ways to manage those feelings inside me and not let things get me out of control and find new ways to get back into control, right? And and me coming forward and taking that responsibility by no longer just placing blame on somebody else, but knowing, hey, even though my mom did some shitty things and there's some real pain and real feelings there, it's my responsibility to take care of it and to make sure that I'm not further hurting other people and blaming my actions on somebody else when I am responsible. Like I get to decide how I act. I'm responsible for myself and how I respond. That's not on anybody else but me. And that was my first kind of big wake up call to this kind of concept of taking responsibility and not blaming other people for your actions or what's going on in your life. And I will definitely, I think that's a great episode too, to talk about my anger management experience, but we're going to table that for now. So (laughs) later in life, I found myself feeling extremely overwhelmed because I was doing everything for everybody. And I think that's something that a lot of women can relate to because as a woman, we've been fed this idea that as a woman, we are to be the caretakers and the ones that serve. We're typically the ones that are submissive and stay quiet and just we're here to serve our male counterparts. And it's this very patriarchal picture that has been painted for us. And I feel like that's echoed through a lot of religious texts and ideas, as well as maybe some of our family upbringings. Like there's a lot of our society that helps paint this picture of what it should be as a woman in a family, right? It's definitely broken some barriers over time, right? Like I feel like now in this day and age, it's definitely more acceptable for women to be outspoken and having careers and things like that. So definitely we've made some improvements in women equality. But for the most part, there's still these stigmas around females having to be the primary caregivers in a lot of households and the ones that take on the majority of household responsibilities and things. And so if this doesn't speak to you, that's fine. This might not be the episode for you, but this episode I think speaks to those women who do take on primary caregiving roles or who are doing a lot of things for other people and they get caught up in overextending themselves and doing more than they need to. And with that, they're neglecting themselves in a lot of ways. And how you get yourself out of that is by taking responsibility and asking yourself, who am I blaming for keeping me trapped in this spot that I don't really want to be in because I'm miserable. I'm barely hanging on. I'm going through the motions every day. I don't feel fulfilled. I'm running myself ragged. I'm not taking care of myself. I'm barely taking care of all the people I need to take care of because my to-do list is a mile long and there's always something to do. And I feel like I always have to do everything. And you don't feel like you really have the support or help. And then sometimes you don't even feel like you can take help or support because that makes you feel like a failure. And then another part of that is sometimes it's hard to even just let go of control because we tend to want to be in control of everything. 
that it's hard for us to let somebody else do something because then we're not in control of that situation anymore. And this can be like little things that seem little, but over time they can wear at you. And this could just be normal household responsibilities, like cooking and cleaning and doing the dishes. And I feel a lot of us caregivers tend to take on more responsibilities than are ours to really take right? Other people in the household have their responsibilities too, but sometimes we get so used to just doing everything because that's what we've done. You know, it starts out when like kids need us because they're so little and they're incapable of doing things for themselves. But then slowly as they get older, for some reason, we still just go along and still do everything for everybody. And then all of a sudden we wake up and like, ah, you know, no one does shit for themselves. And it's annoying and it gets on you because there comes a breaking point where you can no longer do that, where you are just running yourself ragged, like you are depleting yourself. You become sick. It's not a good place to be. And again, what are we doing about that? Are we going to blame our spouses? Are we going to blame our kids? Are we going to blame our circumstances? Are we going to blame the whole idea of this is what I was supposed to do because this is what I was taught. This is what my family did. This is what my mom did. This is what my grandma did. This is what my church said I should do. Whatever. Are we going to blame that? Or are we going to take some responsibility and try to make some changes? I'll tell you right now, you definitely have that power. Just like I tell my daughter, I have to tell myself too. And now I'm telling you, you have the power to make some changes. And it just comes to realizing that one, you're worthy and you have every right to delegate and to make yourself a priority and that you can speak your needs and let them known and that you can accept help and you can get help. Like you can delegate and you can figure things out so that you can be more happy and more at a pace that you want to be and have that time and the capacity to take care of yourself so that you can do the things that you want to do and and make sure that you're not overextending yourself and you're not running yourself ragged, that you're being more secure in yourself so that you can set better boundaries and not take on more than you need to. And I really like this idea and I talk about it in my book that I'm writing about knowing where your responsibilities stop and another person's start. So let me tell you this little story about me. I have talked about it before, but the family I grew up with was my grandmother, who, of course, as she got older, couldn't do a lot of things herself. So I would, of course, step in and help her where she couldn't do things. And then the other parent I had was my dad, who was a quadriplegic. He's fully dependent, cannot do most things by himself. And so one of the things that I did growing up is when I was getting the family's plates ready, like I would help my grandma cut up her meat because, you know, it was hard for her to use her hands as she was older. So I would cut up her meat and get her plate ready. And then for my dad, he had a special bowl that had this kind of lip on the side, like a high um, lip kind of a curve where he could also use this special fork so he could feed himself. And so for my dad, he did not have any movement or feeling from shoulders down, but on his one right arm, he was able to rehabilitate some movement in his shoulder. So his right arm was kind of bent almost at a, not necessarily a full 90 degree angle, but it was bent at the elbow, but he couldn't really move at the elbow, but he could move up and down with the shoulder, like that rotator cuff. So 
he was able to make this one kind of motion, like a swinging motion where there was a special fork that would slide on his um, hand, like it almost cupped his hand and then it had a fork or a spoon that would, you know, come out. So he could do this scooping motion with that special plate to where he could actually get food onto his um, special silverware and be able to feed himself. And so I would make sure that his food was cut up so that it was scoopable, that he could scoop it up with like his fork or a spoon or whatever he was going to be feeding himself with. So Fast forward just a few years when I become a wife, I'm still in this routine of cutting meat, right? I make dinner, I cut the meat, and I give everybody their plates. And then we start having kids. And of course, when kids are little, what do you do? You cut up the food really small, so bite-side pieces so they can eat it. And so it literally was just two years ago where I had this big epiphany where I'm there in the kitchen and cutting everybody's plates and getting it ready. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? My husband is a fully grown cable man who can cut his own food. When we go to restaurants, the restaurants just place our meat on the plate and we all cut our meat. My children are old enough to now use utensils and cut their own meat. Like with the exception of my youngest who, you know, at the time of this epiphany was probably still one and a half or two and he's three now. So like maybe outside of him, everybody else can cut their own food. So at that point in time, I'm like, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not wasting 15 minutes letting my food get cold making everybody else's plate when like people can one serve themselves like I just did all the cooking I did the meal planning I went to the grocery store I did the whole meal like the least these people can do is just make their own plates and cut their own meat like why am I doing this why and it's like internally I'm getting all mad and bitter but I'm the one that's doing it right like I'm the one that has to take the responsibility and be like hey newsflash actually mom shouldn't be doing this. Like you guys actually can do this. So we're changing things. All right. Things are going to change a little bit. You guys are going to start stuffing it up and doing your own plates. And then I also had to have this thing with the dishes and other cleaning up stuff, like where I was just picking up after everybody. And I feel, you know, we just tend to do that because they don't like to pick up themselves, but it's, we really have to like instill that in our, our kids. You know what? They need to take responsibility and we need to like, Hey, you need to clean up your shit right? That's time to be a contributing member. Okay. It was one thing when you were like a baby, but you know, now like even I'm asking my, my youngest, like, okay, now it's time to pick up toys, right? Like I let them keep their stuff out. I'm not saying like martyr. I'm trying to be unrealistic because when kids live in your house, like it's messy, right? Like it's not going to look perfect. I'm okay with that. I've accepted that. That's not my problem. I'm just saying it's time for me to stop wasting my time and getting all bent out of shape and stressed trying to pick up after everybody when they can pick up after themselves. Like I let my girls do their own laundry now and they put it away. Like I don't do that anymore because they're fully capable, right? Like they they can start taking that responsibility. And it took me taking responsibility for myself. Like why am I stressing myself out and making myself do all these tasks when I don't want to do them? I can do mine. I can make an agreement with my husband that because he works outside of the home the most and I, I work from home that maybe, yeah, I can do our laundry, you know, and obviously our babies. But you know, there's certain agreements that obviously we can come to, but there's things that I had to come to realize. What am I taking responsibility for that's not really mine to take anymore? Like, why did I get so stuck in this habit of doing some of these things where it's time to like recalibrate and look at, okay, I'm getting irritated because I feel unsupported. Like I'm doing everything for everybody, but I'm not saying anything. And I'm the one that's doing it. So literally the cutting the meat was like a huge epiphany for me. Huge wake up call on not just like the meat cutting, but just in so many ways where I wasn't happy with all the things that I was taking on, but I wasn't saying anything or taking any responsibility in how to make things better, right? So it was that epiphany, that kind of breaking point, so to speak, was helpful in letting me know, oh, okay, I can change things. I can have conversations and like let my needs be heard and then figure things out. So 
really what I'm trying to get at with this episode with you guys is, are there ways that you might be putting blame or not taking responsibility for things that might be going on? Are there people that you're blaming for your circumstances? Are there things that I'm not taking responsibility for? Am I unhappy with something in my life, but I feel like I can't do anything about it? Like I feel trapped for some reason. Why do I feel trapped that I can't do anything? Is the thing real? Is that piece just something that maybe I just need to realize that I have a right to make changes? Is it that I need to actually voice my needs? I mean, that whole saying about the airplane thing, right? Like you put your own oxygen mask on first before you put it on others. So that's a key thing that I always try to remind myself of is, you know, I can't really be my best self and be the best mother to my kids or the best spouse or the best friend or the best even speaker or writer unless I'm taking care of myself first, right? Like I can't show up as my best self and I'm not taking care of myself. And let me tell you, I spent the better part of my parenting journey and my spouse journey not showing up as my best self. Like I would have moments where I could be my best self, but there was a lot of times where I was this bitter, angry woman. And I don't know if that resonates with any of you, but if it does, I just want you to know that there are ways to make changes. And it really just starts with taking responsibility and figuring things out. Like it, it takes some mind work and having to recalibrate your beliefs and your thought systems of knowing, one, you're worthy of making changes. Like things don't have to be what you thought they had to be. Like it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to change dynamics. It's okay to let other people come in and help. It's okay to delegate things. It's okay to have your kids take on more responsibility. They're going to be fine. You know, it doesn't mean you love them less. If anything, it's teaching them how to be more independent so that they can be better adults that know how to take care of themselves and don't just rely on other people all the time, you know? And I know that there's a part of us that loves being able to serve and we love to feel like we're being of service and helping people. And that's such a beautiful gift that you have to be able to give to others, but it can't be done at the expense of your own self and happiness. It can't. That's not the, the purpose. Like you can still give and serve others, but without neglecting yourself. And that's a big message. And that's actually a piece of the book I'm writing too is all about that. And I'll talk more about that. But anyway, I would love to hear back from you guys. I am craving feedback. So I would love to hear back if any of this resonated with you. I would love to hear if you've come to any realizations in your own life or any epiphany moments, just kind of listening to this story and thinking back on any of your own current life circumstances, like where in your life are you maybe being the meat cutter for everybody when you don't need to be? Like, are there things in your life like that? Are there people in your life that you're blaming for the the negativity that you're letting into your life? I'd love to hear from you. So if you want to send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook, you can find me at either place at Chelsea.VanBuskirk. I would love to get some feedback and hear from you guys if you guys have any aha moments from this episode. I think a cool way to protect yourself from letting people get to you is really just pausing for a moment. Let's say if something is affecting you or tends to make you mad, are you giving your power away to this thing that just happened? Or can you decide to choose differently and look at it a different way? For example, a big thing for me that really ticks me off or that gets under my skin is like people that cut me off when I'm driving or they don't know how to merge or 
whatever, or they're speeding excessively. And now I'm all like old. You're going to get somebody in an accident. You know, like I get all cranky and I try to just let it go. You know, I'm like, why am I going to get all bent out of shape? Because they're fucking around. That's their problem. I don't need to take that problem on. They're speeding. Maybe they're late picking up their kid. I mean, how many times have you seen a minivan speeding about the afternoon time? They're late picking up their kids. I know it. I've been there. Like, it's the worst when you feel like you're late picking up your kid. You don't want to be the last person to pick up your kid. It's a horrible feeling. I get that. So I usually just try to laugh and be like, oh, I hope you make it in time. Be safe, you know, or if somebody cuts me off, I'll be like, maybe they just didn't see me. You know, I just try to give them the, the benefit of the doubt instead of getting myself all worked up. So unnecessary. Like, why? Like, it's not helping me any does it change anything no they still cut me off okay why do i need to internalize that you know like why do i need to let that ruin my day or bring my vibe down no i'm getting better it takes some time and practice but i'm getting better at trying to protect myself and not let people like kill my vibe right like so again would love any feedback and i have a q a episode coming up. So I'm asking if you guys have any questions about any of the previous episodes that have aired or just any question at all that you would like me to talk about or answer. I would love to get those questions because I'm going to be making a list of those questions and we're going to have a special Q&A episode. Go over the questions I receive and we'll answer them. So that episode will be coming out in two weeks. So I'm excited to do that. So if you have any questions, please, again, hit me in the DMs. You can also contact me on my website at chelseavanbuskirk.com. There's a contact form, so you can definitely ask your questions there. Give me feedback on the podcast, whatever. I also want to let you know, if you haven't seen on social media, that this podcast is just brand new. I'm getting it up and running. And so I think there's two weeks left of the drawing I'm doing. But anytime you listen to an episode, give me feedback on an episode, subscribe or share an episode or just sharing the show gets you an entry. So you have multiple ways to get multiple entries. And the end of the period is in two weeks. I think I said September 9th. So that might be one week now or one week away. So um, a little over one week, but you have time. So you have multiple ways to get multiple entries. And on September 9th, I'm going to compile all the entries I've gotten. So, you know, Let's say you've left me feedback on all of the episodes that have been out so far. That would be five entries already. And then anytime you share an episode, that's an entry. So you can share multiple episodes and get multiple entries. So that Monday, I'm going to draw two winners. Each winner will win a $50 Amazon gift card sent to them. So yep, just a little thank you for your support to help me build this show up and get it off the ground. Appreciate the support, really do. It means so much to me. I'm just hoping that things are resonating with you and can be helpful with you in some form. So please let me know and let me know if you have any questions. Again, I'm looking for questions for the Q&A episode coming up. Hope you guys are all doing well. Find me on Instagram or Facebook at Chelsea.VanBuskirk. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah.